Does anyone have any questions, right? Yeah. Just thanks very much. That was that was no very problem. informative. Um, just one question in relation to north south bodies and the Forest de Vega or any you know any of the others. Does the same apply there, even though it's jointly, uh, technically speaking, partly run by another government? What happens with the north south bodies is that they have basically all of them have committed to what's known as the FOI code. So it's it's not uh, it's not it doesn't ha it's not underpinned by law, but they basically have all agreed that they will operate under the parameters of the FOI Act. Um, so yeah, the ones you mentioned, water Waterways Ireland is another one, uh, Falch Ireland I think too. Um, but yeah, they will operate under the code. So you just submit the requests as normal, and they'll come back to you and say that we we're not subject to the act, but we will deal with it under the code. And I've had mostly positive experiences with them um, in terms of getting information. No problems. Okay. Sorry, work away. Thanks, everybody. Or, oh, you don't? Yeah. Unless there's any other questions? No, you had yeah. uh, something up there at the end. Uh, you rooted out some letters from Simon Coney about uh, the water charges. What, yeah. What, what did you actually find out there? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't that it was anything special. It was just. Um, it was just the communications between him and the commission, and the commission were coming. It, all it, it. It showed that the commission were coming down fairly hard on. Basically saying you have to do this. I, I can't remember exactly what they said, but I do have them on, on my website. But it was more to illustrate the, you know, any communications we have with. EU Commission, EU Parliament are subject are are open for people to make requests, and it's something that people don't don't do too much of. And I think it's something that people should explore more. I only wish I had the time. So again, are yeah. there any? Um, that was excellent, thank you. Are there any outlets you find particularly interested in this? Or in FY-related FY stories. Yeah. Well, all of nearly, I'd say ninety percent of the stories that I do are FOI generated yeah. and I they all take them you know on on the same basis as anything else you know what what a tabloid's interested in is going to be different to for a broadsheet but generally I freelance for for the Sunday Times and the Irish Mail on Sunday and I give the stories to both of them and either one or both use them or one or both or neither use them and then if neither use them then I'll just give it to all the daily papers and that's generally how I freelance just to the two Sundays and then otherwise I'll just give it to all the dailies so certain things you know I do you could do one story and I send it to I think eight different outlets so it'd be the at the same time yeah yeah um, but it it needs to be kind of straightforward stuff. Do you know what I mean? That there's not going to be any legal issues over, you know. So I did a story there. At, it was around um, budget 2018. And it was the submission that was made to the minister on betting tax. Basically where they had said, no, we're not going to bother doing anything. And they were under pressure from all the bookies firms. And I gave that to all eight of the papers on Stevens's day. Which I, know, I think seven of them used it. So, you know, you can... It's good to pick yeah, bank holidays and yeah, bank holiday and racing. So if you can, yeah. and oftentimes if I do the dailies, I'll do it on a Sunday morning, because you know that they're the content-wise, they're not they, they're always happy to put have something for the list early on a Sunday, especially if there's nothing happening, you know. And um, so I, if in general, I suppose that's 
if people are freelancing they should always think in terms of busy and quiet news days and target target that way yeah, yeah. I I do I do and I don't. I mean I have a I have a system where I just have a spreadsheet where I put all of my requests and the date that I do them. And then I generally give people about I generally give people six weeks. Um they're supposed to have they're supposed to answer in four weeks and I find that more and more they are answering. You know, yeah, they, um, sometimes if it's, if it's a big request, they'll come back and look for an extra four weeks, and I always allow them that. Um, so it's generally only after six weeks, seven weeks, then I'll go and chase them up, and I'll kind of allocate an hour to chase up um, requests. And it's always the same people. You know, it's always the Department of Justice. It's always the Department of Children. It's always the HSE. You know, it's, there are other, you know, Department of Finance, Public Expenditure, the Oroctus, it's like clockwork. You send in the request, and the stuff arrives four weeks later. And there's never you never have to. The only communication you might have with them is to clarify the request. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, When I do it for the for, so for the sun the two Sunday papers that I work for, I have a kind of a a working arrangement with them because I used to work with one of them, and then the other one, I would I I know the people who work there very well, so I kind of had an arrangement for them since I started freelancing and started working in DIT. So I don't really, on say on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, I pitch them the idea. I just say I have a story this week. Are you interested? And they either say yay or nay. And they'll usually say yes and take it and then whether they use it or not is another thing. And then in terms of the dailies, I mean, I don't... I just basically write and say, hi, um, I have a freelance story that you might be interested in. I can send you on the documents if you want. If you have any questions, let me know. And then I just paste in the full story. That might not work for everybody, though. You know, it's... it's I would say for maybe the younger people here who who if you were dipping into freelance and you might need to kind of pitch give a, a, a one paragraph pitch of the idea whereas I think to an extent because I've been doing journalism for 20 years I, I get a little bit of a leeway that other people mightn't get do you know what I mean I, I, that's not to, um, so it, it would be worth if you are talking about pitching to daily newspapers and they don't know who you are it would be worth having a kind of a paragraph of a pitch done up for them, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not the expert in this or anything like it. You know, there are other people who do freelance better than I do. Yeah. Oh, I would say I have freelance story that I'm offering. You know, that it's been offered on spec. On spec. On spec yeah, okay. that's the. That's. And then do you rewrite it? No, no. I try and write it in. In to hit the middle ground. That's what subs yeah. are for. Yeah. No. I like. I. I would be very careful because obviously, if I, if I write it Irish Times style, the chances of the Mirror and Star using it gets a bit lower. And equally, if I write it full tabloid style, I've worked in both types of paper, so I, I'd be f familiar enough. With, if so, I try and pitch it right in the middle, 
and a lot of the a lot of the Irish papers. Anyway, you know, the, actually the distinction, tabloid broadsheet distinction in Ireland isn't as strong as it is in the UK anyway. So, you know, independent mail like would be fairly middle of the middle ground language. And th even the tabloids, like they don't really, they won't change it that much. Like they'll have certain material that they'll write in full on tabloid, but there'll be other page leads that will be fairly, fairly kind of, you know, middle ground language. So I don't, I, I just think it'd be for from my perspective it would just add another layer of uh difficulty to it to re to be rewriting for different papers. Yeah. Good. All right. Thanks everyone. Yeah.